Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey team, so here we are with part two of the self-awareness episode. If you haven't caught part one, this really does flow from that. So I definitely recommend going back just to last week's and just checking out that episode because otherwise you might you might be a bit like, huh? <laughs> you might be like that anyway, to be honest, but you might be a bit like, huh? what are they on about? And uh, yeah, we'd love, love, love to know just what you get from this, what you see from this. Now, I'm going to break cover on something. There might very soon be the opportunity to get yourself some merchandise, some present and sober merch. Now, it's been a long time coming and I've been doing a lot of things in the background. Um, But yeah, just just putting it out there, possibly at some point in the not too distant future, that might be something that a few of you can do. It's been so requested by so many of you. So uh, yeah, we're really hoping that we can bring that into the world. Wouldn't that be cool? All right, team, have a have a good listen. I'll see you on the other side. Question, right? Oh, I like that. I like that. So the, the the one thing that we have control over always is where we put our attention. And to be heart led, mm. you just you you don't need to worry about any behavioural aspects because everything will naturally fall in line with the place that you're living from. And that that feeling of living with integrity, nothing beats that, nothing beats that. Whereas when we are outside of that, it feels so massively uncomfortable. And one of the reasons, you know, why we require a numbing agent like alcohol to to get by because um, it's 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 a really painful place to be oh god we've got off on a bloody tangent again mate well, no no it's great i mean this is this is the thing though it's um <clears throat> it takes real courage i think the original um root the etymology of courage is heart actually yeah it is core. Yeah. french isn't it i think something like that um french accent uh Oh, what courage? Say courage in a French accent. I'm not doing this. I'm not falling into a trap. <laughs> I'm not doing um, this. I'm not falling into your your Francais your trap. trap. Um, but yeah, I mean, so no, I think this is all really connected because the thing is, because the thing is, it's like being aware of that is is really really powerful. It will take courage sometimes. Ellie's gone. I can I, no, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, please do. Love a um, love a funny story. So one of, one of my best friends is a languages teacher, head of languages, and he's taught um, secondary school kids for a long time. And he's done lots of those. Do you remember, like, you probably had to do it at school, as I did, where you do this the spoken test. So you'd be it's... learning French or German, and then you go and sit in the little room and they put Still the tape recorder on. The oral, and then, the oral and then, exam. And then they, yeah, the oral exam, and then they ask, they ask you questions and stuff, and you've got to respond. And uh, he's told me so many, so many delightful stories. And one of my favourite ones is um, he had 
somebody come in to do their, their French oral exam and he was asking them questions <laughs> or Francais and they were replying in English with a French accent. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I can... And so why not? He'd, he'd like say, what, what have you done today in French? And they go, oh, well, today I have been <laughs> to the shops. I have walked the dog. That was very and good. And I am going to get my bicycle. <laughs> I would I would like to apologise to any of our French listeners for the shocking display that just happened. But it was worth it for the story. Oh. Man, our, our <laughs> language... I wish I, it's funny, isn't it? I didn't really kind of value languages. I, I sort of, I don't know, just sort of, it was really weird at school. There were certain things that I really, that I really did. And I don't know who knows why, but it's a beautiful thing. Like learning different languages is, is, it's a really interesting thing to reflect on with here today. Actually, it's because you, what you're aware of and not aware of is, uh, and can culturally and those kinds of things, like depending on what language you speak mm. and things like that is, is influenced by that kind of stuff. So it's a really curious thing to ponder, but yeah, mostly I just liked the accent to be honest with you. Well done. Why don't you say the word courage with your French accent then? Well, I don't, it's not. We'll have to French just fit it. Yeah. We'll have to fit it in. Go on. What did you do? You went, hello. And then you, and then you cracked on from there. What? That's not French. Hello. <laughs> Have you got any courage? <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> oh, God. I need courage to fucking do these episodes with you, I tell you. <laughs> Next week, I'm going to turn up with a stripy jumper on, a beret, and I'm going to have a string of onions around my neck. Like all French people. Yep. With my bicycle right. and my baguette. Okay. Onwards. So, yeah. Yeah. So what are you aware of? It's kind of like an it's a it's a really powerful thing to consider. And what are you um what's your orientation? What's your orientation? Are you aware of what your heart um and like in life it looks it looks like, you know, we're either coming from the heart or we're coming from the head. Um hmm. and when we're coming from the heart very often the heart like isn't isn't logical it doesn't give a shit <laughs> like whether th something's kind of like you know oh is that how you're supposed to do it that kind of stuff the heart's oh, like yeah. no fuck you do it this way and to the degree that we you know open to it and and go in that direction you know the degree to which we bring our unique expression along to the party or not really mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I'm wondering whether to go off down an, uh, like a, another tangent or not. What time? Well, are we well, on? well. Let's think about this, right? This is. I think we're probably gonna. We'll have to put pause to this at some point, and then there'll there'll be another bit, won't there? So, go on, do it. Is that the pause or? No, do the tangent. After? I don't know. Go off on a tangent. No, I, I think it might be better to make that a... Because you said earlier on, didn't you, about self-desire and that being a separate ep. Yeah, well, I so mean, we've, we've spoken a bit about it today, but okay, cool. I think it's something that definitely... Um, well, I mean, bloody hell. It, we bloody do far hell. more than a podcast on it. But um, <laughs> So what else we want to say then about, about awareness? What else seems important to you? The, the thing that you talked about before we started that was 
um, really interesting and I wrote it down because it's very important about the about just bias. bias and blind oh, yeah. spots. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, right? We None of us have got the full picture. And many of it, we just, we, for a lot of people, we just haven't considered that. We think that we're living in, yeah, oh God. Sorry. That's all right. It's all going wrong today. It's all right. Um, we kind of feel like we do because we look at, we're, we're in our kind of, we're in our sort of, um, we're seeing the world through our lens, right? We kind of think, ah, you know, and, and things make sense to us based on our upbringing and the beliefs that we've got and the programming that we've got and all these kinds of things. And something entirely different will make sense to somebody else. So we're looking at them. We think they're fucking mad. Why? How on, how on earth does it make sense to Ellie Crow to sit in front of all these people doing that accent? I can't imagine what how that could possibly make sense to somebody else. And, that and then people going, yeah, that's wholly accurate. That's <laughs> funny. That's yeah, true. But, uh, you know perhaps that was a crap example but when you think about like the political spectrum or any of that kind of stuff you got you very often these days we're split into these two groups of people and it's like neither of them can like possibly imagine how the other person could have constructed um their kind of worldview that way well the truth is newsflash we've all got biases like biases whatever you call them we've all got bias <laughs> This is such a great making up words again. Yeah, we've all got internal biases, and there's there's no getting away from it, right? We've got blind spots, and the thing about them is, by definition, we don't know we've got them. So we, for whatever reason, can't. You know, we, we're failing to see an element of something that's going on, or whatever it might be. Somebody else is struggling to see it from our point of view. You know, we compare what's going on in our world to someone else's. We kind of project our ideas onto them and we end up in all these kinds of sticky situations and i think one of the most powerful things to know the most powerful things to be aware of is just the fact that that is the case just the fact that you do have these things that you are going to be wrong about some stuff that you absolutely absolutely categorically know without a shadow of a doubt know that you're right about it you're going to be wrong about some of that stuff i got a fucking laundry list of that shit Pretty sure Ellie Crow has as well. Um, so much, yeah. and and I and I just think it's really a beautiful space to step into, mm. to be able to accept. Whoa, I wonder what a, what I'm I'm wrong about. I wonder what I don't have the full picture about. I wonder all those kinds of things. It just seems that that's a, just a really powerful way to live life. And as I say, you don't need to one by one figure out what all your blind spots are, or any of that stuff. Just, just knowing that you've got some just seems to be really powerful. Yeah. That's where the magic is. I, I'll often describe that experience that I had when I discovered this naked mind and mm -hmm. realized my belief about alcohol relaxes me was entirely false something I believed for so many years and categorically thought was just utterly true. There was no way it could be wrong. Like I've never questioned it. And then here I am in this moment, this weird liminal space of I've got the data in front of me, the facts, the scientific information that proves alcohol cannot possibly relax me. It does the entire opposite. And, and in that moment, 
my desire to drink went and it was the strangest feeling but that wasn't it the th the thing that it re really like blew wide open was this willingness to be wrong and I kept thinking well if I've been wrong about that like what else have I been wrong about fuck a lot of other stuff no doubt and so the, there were a couple of things that spring to mind one came in fairly quick succession when I had the invitation to the live alcohol experiment and my initial reaction was I can't spend $47 on myself that was my initial reaction and I dismissed it but because of that opening I then didn't listen to that first voice and I allowed the second voice that's coming from the heart I allowed that to surface and that was that was because of embracing this willingness to be wrong and then look what happened as a result of that so it's it's entirely life-giving and transformative same thing with cold water therapy first time uh, I, I talked about it with somebody my reaction was hell no I don't I don't want to be cold I like to be warm and then again remembered well I've been wrong about a bunch of stuff like why why would this be any different and there was that stirring that sense of adventure of well how do you know unless you try how do you know and that for me has been one of the most transformative things that I've done in the last few yeah. years it's completely changed my life but I could have really easily dismissed it and missed that opportunity if I'd have listened to my head my thoughts as opposed to being led by my heart and uh, having choosing, actively choosing to have that beginner's mind. Yeah. And that, I mean, this is the thing. There's so many different ways that this plays out for us. So I'm sure many people will have heard of, you know, limiting beliefs and the kind of stories that we have in our head that feel, the thing is they, we, it feels to us like we're getting information from, the world about what is and isn't possible for us so you know i can't is a freaking classic add anything to the end of it right people have got loads of them often like we've all we've all got things that we say i can't um you know get that job i can't do a french accent like here's a good example i can't do a french accent right looks like a statement or i can't sing or any of those kinds of things well the thing is the moment that we're in that pattern it feels like we're getting information about what's actually possible the fact of the matter isn't like, i'm pretty sure that if we actually sent you off to somebody and, and got you got you trained up you, you could have a pretty good french accent right and um look i'm not saying that is it people who often do the whole oh well i can't fly sam go go fix that one it's like no i get i get it but to the on some level we can do the things that we say that we can't do right it wasn't you know people couldn't fly and then the right the right brother right brothers came along and like created this incredible they cracked um whatever principles of flight they needed to crack in order to be able to fly a plane and it's there's it's not necessarily that we're like literally gonna always like bend physics or anything but all of these things that we've got all these things that we say that we can't do and all of these things that we tell we think other people can't do and all of these things that you know they're, they're just they're just to some extent made up in our head and um 
we there'll be so so much of it's invisible so much of it we don't even know about like we were talking about at the beginning but just bringing some awareness to the fact that there's a whole bunch of shit that you don't have the full picture on that you might be wrong about etc cetera, etc cetera, um will just open up a new way of of being and often a lot of humility as well like it mm. it makes you know i i try and be I don't even know what I was going to say. I, I try and hold all of the things that I know to be true lightly. Um, it does. It looks to me that there are sort of truths with a capital T. One of them being that we are aware, funnily enough. You know, Sam Harris talks about this. He talks about how, you know, you could be a brain in a vat right now. You wouldn't know. You could be the dream of some fourth dimensional being. You could be any different number of things. But the fact that you're aware, the fact that you are experiencing, that is subjectively provable in a way that, you know, if a doctor, if you went to go and see a doctor and the doctor said to you, well, I've run you through the tests, Ellie Crow, and as it appears to us in the machines, you're not aware right now. You don't actually exist. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you see my point, you see where I'm pointing. There's a, there's, you know, so this is kind of like one thing that we, that we've always got with us is the awareness thing. So golf, I think I, you need to stop me before I end up doing some weird loop the loop in some weird land. And everybody sends me emails saying, what the fuck were you on about in that bit, mate? Oh my God. <laughs> this like, this has uh, been this is what happens when you talk about awareness oddest episodes i think <laughs> what do you think people are gonna say about this i'm not sure people are still listening mate i think they are someone is someone out there is someone is mm. we've done a few do you remember we did a few episodes and we thought what and actually they've been we some weren't of actually loved... gonna air them were we yeah and they've been some of the most loved episodes yeah hmm Let's wrap it up for people. Yeah. We were going to talk about what to do with it. Well, I mean, I mean, what can you, you mean? Is in like a sort of something for people to go away with? Well, look, it's, I, I don't think you need to do anything with it. I think it's the opposite. I think it's just opening up to, um, awareness just just opening up to this mystery like we said at the beginning just opening up to this kind of yeah uh, that's who you are because you in order for you can't be that in you which changes right you can't be you have to be that in you which is noticing the change it mm -hmm. can't be any other way and mm -hmm. that's awareness so when you, you know, life's difficult in a certain way, you've got a set of beliefs that kind of make life sticky um, and then it changes and life looks very, very different. Well, you were the, you're the, you know, you're the very thing that was, that watched that change, that watched that happen. Yeah. Um, so it's like a different orientation for life. You don't have to do anything. It's not like some people are aware and some people aren't. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, a, it's you. You don't, you don't have to do anything. I don't know what comes to you. What what I was going to say was just the the only thing to do <clears throat> to do is to love it, to love 
what you're aware of in any moment, like learning to love what we're placing our attention on mm. as opposed to resisting because whatever we resist is going to persist and we're going to enhance our suffering or perpetuate our suffering and whilst it can feel challenging to to just bring literally bring loving awareness to what's happening no judgment no trying to change anything you can have a much more peaceful life yeah and i mean look this isn't about it's not like turn that frown upside down you know, so something difficult happens in life you know we we lose a loved one or we lose a job or something really challenging happens it's it's we of course that thing's happened that thing's happened there's there's no point us pretending otherwise and we we can accept that but it's what we do next is what's our orientation is our orientation yeah. towards how can i create what am i going to do from this you know or is it kind of how am i going to run <clears throat> from this so love is kind of like is a is synonymous in some ways with awareness right because i mean Eckhart Tolle often i think it's somewhere in the power now he basically says full awareness is full acceptance right so if you've got a feeling moving through you and you're just aware of it you don't have to accept it in the sense of like trying to logically and intellectually kind of accept it in your head and make it okay no you're just open to it just welcome yeah. it love it in the way that ellie's talking about and that is enough that in in its that that's like the back door into acceptance and all you've had to do is be aware of it breathe through it acknowledge that it's here and then ask yourself okay what am i gonna create from this like where am i gonna mm. where am i gonna go from here mm. so somebody said to me the other day they had this like number of difficult things that are going on in their life difficult situations and they were using them as examples of because I'd, I'd said something along the lines of and, and this was in conversation or in a co coaching conversation with somebody else. I'd made a comment that said something like, "You're exactly where you where you need to be." You're, and I think they're taking it as you're you're exactly where you should be. And they were saying, "Well, how how can this, that, and the other be the case? And how how can it be that this is where I should be?" And I said to them, "Well, you can't be anywhere else." That, that's where you are so how do I know that you should or need to be there because that's exactly where you're at like it, it can't be any other way that's it so you can choose to sit in that um, place of suffering and questioning and why and how is this fair and don't like it don't want it to be this way how can I change it or you can move ever so gently and softly into a place of acceptance and then things open up just as you were saying before like every, everything changes everything's transient it's really this stuff's really subtle as well like so to give you an example from something that's going on for me right now right so yesterday um I was in the gym. Um, I've been going to the gym a lot recently, more and more, more weights going on. And I felt something in my, in my back go, right? I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Right. So, um, and then over the course of the day yesterday, it's 
it's like starting to kick in. Now, two options here. What are the facts? I've pulled the muscle in my back. There's pain in my body, right? That looks to me like the the thing that's in my awareness. Now, option one, or here, here there seems to be two very defined paths to me. Option one is kind of like the like the victim way of orienting towards it. This thing's happened to me, you know, oh no, now I'm not going to be able to go to the gym. So I'm just going to lie on the sofa and, you know, I'll, I'll perhaps I'll take some time away and, you know, you know, and I'll, I'll heal. Right. And then I'll go back to the gym and I'll keep doing what I was doing. Now, this is what often happens when we orient towards problems. So get injured, take time to rest, go back, crack on the way I was. But I've done it differently. I, yesterday I came home and I went, huh, you've hurt yourself. Your form was wrong. I wonder what's going on there. Do you know what? You have hurt your back. I am going to be sat on my ass for a couple of hours, but I'm going to hop on YouTube and I'm going to go and have another look at what was going on and see what was going on for me and see how I can tweak this because I don't want this injury to happen again. I'm going to email, email my brother who's a physio and ask him about what to do with this so I get a bit more. And then over the course of this week, I'm rehabbing myself. I'm learning stuff. I go back in next week. And I lift differently. And going forwards from now, I'll have learned from what happened, seen something different, lift differently, and likely, touch wood, not get injured in the same way again. Mm-hmm. So there's, it seems it's, it's, it can be really subtle, this stuff, but the creator awareness, the creator mode of being um, is very, very powerful. And it basically says that there's always something you you can always create no matter what's come at you doesn't matter what shape form or whatever it is in whatever it is you don't have to orient to the way that you've always done it we don't we don't have to recreate that stuff we can we can create something anew you know it's so obvious when you look at like some person two people losing a job you know you look at the person who ends up in their own kind of like um caught in their own thought storm about it and you know woe me kind of stuff and the other person who feels the feels acknowledges it accepts creates how many times in life have we had that thing that happened that was that felt really really bad and it turned out to be an absolute gift to us well so much of that is the fact that for whatever reason you found yourself in creator mode and you built something beautiful off the back of it yeah yeah and often I, i was contemplating a while ago about how you know things always have a habit of working out it's when we're in it 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 can feel like it's insurmountable worrying about what the outcome is going to be but like look back in your life you'll have so much proof that things always Mm -hmm. work out and so for me I was what I was thinking about was wow like if things have always worked out and I was generally operating from a place of lack and fear and scarcity and we Mm. can create we can still create and change our lives in quite magnificent ways with that energy what the fuck's possible with a completely different application of energy of abundance of wonder of joy of love like that infinite potential and possibility incredible I mean, that's that's the, probably the biggest thing that's changed in my life in the last few years is that exact switch. It's like building from abundance rather than yeah from scarcity, leading scarcity. from the heart, leading from the heart over the head. 
it's not that and look there's a time it this is the thing you know <laughs> it's not that there isn't a time to use the intellect and that you have to throw out all of these things and all that kind of stuff um and and we're all doing what makes sense to us based on the level of understanding that we have right now but if something's pinged for you during listening to this conversation you're like huh yeah i think i'd like to live from the heart i think it's time you know there's a real wisdom in you there's an intelligence in you that will guide you so what you need to do is just pull your awareness towards that thing face start orienting towards that start trusting in it to see what starts to happen um yeah i can't wait to have the rest of these conversations mate this one has been i mean it might be up there as one of the wildest rides wackiest. Yeah. the wackiest but hey ho that's what we're about in it aha sure is partner oh god hello it's got to... us accent back in again my, my good me... friend michael will like that sure. sure he will right should we um should we tie a and uh a bow oh, on this the bow. <clears throat> yeah. here it what is what bow is it today Mr. Uh, Sam, multicolored, it's all all the colors of the rainbow, and um, yeah, have an amazing week, everybody. What else do you want to say, Ellie Crow? You're not allowed to say a lot. You've got thirty seconds. Go. Oh, that can't be put on the spot. Just, just did. I don't know. Just have a have a week. I'll <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> all right, team. Bye. You see, you can't have a conversation with me. And around awareness, without us going down some rabbit holes, I'm uh, <laughs> obsessed with this stuff and uh, very, very interested in exploring it as well, as you may, as you may be able to tell. Well, team, you have an absolutely amazing week. It's so exciting that we're going to have this kind of series sort of either running concurrently or with a few things in between but we're, we're going to be releasing like a lot of them over the next few kind of weeks and months ahead so uh, you can look forward to that we definitely are and um, we really want to put something different out there we don't want this to just be kind of good listening although hopefully it is we want it to be stuff that actually you know makes a difference to you um, and your life so with that said have an awesome week and i'll see you soon